Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, man, into hour number three on Dukes and Bell. Steak Shapiro is in today doing like the holiday mashup. Carl's on uh, vacation, but you will see Carl doing some Valley Sports South Hawks pre and post with our man Trevor, so catch that during the week. Uh, yeah, he's doing the TV, right? Yeah, man. He, and I always tell, uh, we always joke around with Chris, our engineer, producer, a day day. Thomas, yeah. We're always like, you know, I go on vacation. Hey, I'm going down to Amelia Island. What do you do on vacation, Carl? Uh, nothing. He's always very cryptic. You never know where he's going to be. Uh, he doesn't put it all out he there. He doesn't put it out there. You know, all like, like I, me with my whole life out there. Right. right? Good, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Me and you both, <laughs> so right? Carl's always like, yeah, I guess I'm doing some. What? What, what's, what's, what's going on? I mean, well, yeah, that's cool. It's like when I say to Sid, she goes, yeah, I'm having, um, I'm having lunch with six of my girlfriends. I say, oh, yeah, where are you guys going? <laughs> I say, Sandra, they're not going to track you down. The <laughs> listeners. Gonna, what, I, mean, I don't him? know if Carl feels like some listener knows where uh, some a contractor knows his house. He's going to burglarize it, like when a Dodger or Lakers players on the road and they break into their house this. in Beverly Hills. As as someone that's on social a lot, I do I do not post while I'm on vacation doing a story. Right. Because there was that whole thing in Sandy Springs, but again, there were a bunch of influencers in Sandy Springs. Mm-hmm. I think they were Real Housewife types. That right. like literally showed off their entire. Hey, here's where our safe is. Here's our jewelry, yeah. and we happen to be out of town next week. And right. if you want to navigate our house, here's a tour. Right. So right. there was a whole crime ring in Sandy Springs. It was like that gang around. in Beverly Hills. Those rich kids yeah, that were, the were burglarizing those homes when they knew the celebs were out. Yes. Right. So okay. I yeah. mean, listen, Carl's got a lot going on. The right. guy, you two have built up this this behemoth. You got. We we've talked a lot about the success of your show. Now, I know your family pretty well because we've been working together for 25 years. I've known each other that long. Right. Your dad, uh, may he rest in peace, um, the coup de grace, you knew my dad quite a bit, right? right. So for his moment would have been coming to the airport at uh, Hartsfield-Jackson and seeing, and seeing your, Stephen, yeah. right, right. Uh, uh, on the boat. Oh, your mom's got to be over the moon she when does. she sees that. For those who don't know, when you see, like, the greeting voice, that's steak. You say, hi, well, not welcome the voice, to no, Atlanta, not cha-cha. No, it's, it's my giant billboard. face on the billboard. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's the billboard. Well, they should have the mouth move. It should look like it would be like some sort of, like, uh, old-school billboard and have a voice welcome, with it. It's the welcome to Atlanta billboard. But don't you think the mouth should move? Hey, cha-cha. Yes. You got off at the tea gate because you don't know where you're going. Get ready for a wonderful experience where you can eat and drink with no worries. The funny thing is, years ago, which you talk about like life imitating art, we did a bit where we had all the guys we used to work with, and if they were the voice on the tram at at Atlanta, 
Real Airport. That's that's very true. So hey anyway. guys, Mitch Evans here. The next gate is D. D is in death <laughs> if the plane crashes, which it probably won't. And so my point is not to talk about me being on a uh, airport billboard. Well, that's pretty darn my, prestigious. My point is your dad to see Hey Man the beer. Yes, right. Your yeah. dad seeing a can of beer yeah. with your face on it. Well, I said it, and by the way, you know, there's experiences because of the, the beauty of the job and the things we get to do. I said this to Carl probably 5,000 times a couple of weeks ago. My dad used to take me down to Philly to the old JFK stadium. doesn't exist anymore. It's For where, it's Army, where, Navy. I think that's where the Wells Fargo Center is now. Yeah, Army, Navy. My dad was a Marine, so we always sat on the Navy side. And just to have the access to be on the field as the midshipman and the cadet. My old man would have, like... Lost, lost his, mind his mind for that. And my, my, my best friend's son is on a destroyer out of Pearl Harbor, and he gave me this hat that has yeah. my name on the back and has all the, they call it the scrambled eggs, all the gold braiding yeah. on the Michael Murphy, which is a destroyer. And I had, all of a sudden, this admiral comes up, and he's like, what was your role on the ship, son? I mean, a rear admiral. Wow. And I call my, my, my buddy's kid who's in Hawaii. I go, you're not going to believe this. But it was just so, we, we sat next to the, on the sidelines, stood next to the pilots who did the flyover. And they're telling us how they got their nicknames. It just—it was just a, was my, it dad, every, my old man would have loved that. Was it everything Army Navy at Gillette that you thought it was going to be? It's in terms of the pomp and circumstance. It really was. And, and you know, like Bob Kraft wanted it. They went and did it. Spent the money. They got it. Boston was—I mean, you so knew that jeal- game was I, going down. I was down. jealous. I heard you were in Radio Row, right? And and being there—that was one of those FOMO moments for sure. Right. But I picture your dad coming in town, maybe you know, years ago, if he'd still been. Oh, alive. saw the beer, yeah. And you just walking up to him like Christmas morning with a six pack, and he's like, "Here, Dad, why don't you open a cold one?" Right. And picking it up and seeing you on the can. Oh, my, and my, what his reaction would have been. My high school buddies up in Long Island—they—they they get together. We got a group. We got like a fifteen-man group text. We all stay in touch and bust chops and every time they have a get together somebody always goes fred one of the guys lives in marietta will bring he'll pack, check a bag yeah and bring oh, hey like man. two six packs of hey man though so they, that's so cool guys you believe this bell this horrible it, i mean the who, worst worst football player ever and i was a long snapper i was better hockey and baseball but i mean this idiot's got his own beer with his face on it so it is kind of to right. your point surreal yeah, it really is very cool. hey man talking about uh the bulls I got to be honest, as an FSU fan, I've been so disconnected because of our situation. Before we turned America's sweetheart and the empathy FSU was feeling, to now everyone hates us, which is where it is now. But I've been really disconnected. I would say say they're tired of you. Correct. They're tired of hearing about the Florida State uh, woe is me, right? My attitude, and I've even got FSU buddies of mine that are upset with me. Like, I'm not banging. Like, what are you going to do? They're not, it's not going to be a do-over. The die is cast. As I said to you earlier, had they just simply dropped Florida State out of the top four when Jordan Travis goes down, done. There people would have lost their mind Listen, then, but nothing like what happened because they let it run its course. I understand the discontent. I will say this. I've been around fan bases that have lost playoff games that could have won Super Bowls based on referees' calls. Saints. Based on Saints, based on interpretation of rules, see the Cowboys, right. or, and, and, and knowing you could have won it all. I'm not going to say never. I've been in sports a long time. Okay, is there any chance Florida State would have won two games in the national title? Probably a five percent chance. Okay, the defense, the one defense cabin, was really defense good. was really good. But if Rodham, see the other thing is the the quarterback, and this does affect the dogs. I mean, does affect Georgia because Florida State is going to roll now, guys, with the same quarterback we just talked about, Brock Glenn. You saw in They're the ACC game. championship yeah. game. So Rodemaker's out. So so well, because Norvell invited everybody and their uncle. In the transfer portal to come take a tour of the facilities. And this guy's like, what am I, chopped liver? I'm right. four stars. I'm out of here. So why not uh, go down there with as many good players as possible? Why not take on Georgia and prove where the program is 
instead of where you're sitting now as a 17-and-a-half-point underdog where you're going to get rolled by the dogs. We're going to have Carson Beckett quarterback and a lot of guys trying to prove a point, trying to get their seniors to win 50 games at Georgia, which is a big moment. And instead, Florida State, I don't know, is the program in a place that they could say we're too good to be in the Orange Bowl, which is kind of the mindset they've had. Well, two things. Uh, you know, you've got a lot of players. This team, if people just feel that FSU is now, okay, they're back. I tell FSU fans, you're not necessarily back to more than 10 win season. Obviously, a perfect season, but you did it through the portal. Right. And these guys, you know, when you bring guys into the portal, they're going to check gonna... out for a meaningless bowl game. Is that shocking to right. someone? I mean, yeah, no, they... it's, it would have been great for the brand to see a knockdown big time game between Florida State and Georgia. I totally agree with you. We are not getting that, right? right. The, the better game that day, what is it, on Saturday, is the Ole Miss Penn State, Penn State right here at Mercedes-Benz, the Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah noon. So. so we'll get into it as part of the Dog Report. This hour of the show is brought to you, by the way, by Mark Spain Real Estate. Dukes and Bell on the sidelines with the dogs. Don't expect Brock Bowers to play, no reason to. But, uh, but hey, guess what? Uh, I saw that uh, they've got other guys that are going to play, and I know that you know a lot of folks were saying, "Lad McConkey, what's the story?" Looks like he's going to. Sounds like he's going to give it a go. Yeah, Lad McConkey, man. When you think about a couple of the games, Georgia's biggest wins of the year, what he looked like when he was healthy. Um, I got to tell you, NFL. If you're an NFL fan, and Lad McConkey shows up in your training camp oh. next year, you, you got visions of adding a real piece. I think right. Lad McConkey just going to add to his stock. Of course, Brock Bauer should never play. Uh, there's no question he was at 20%, maybe 30% in that SEC title game. Came back and they drilled. It, I know that everyone talks about the tightrope procedures if you just bounce back the way Tua did, but he came back in 26 days from that. I know, and, and obviously the residual effects of that ankle was not – they were not in a good place. Um, listen, Georgia's going down there on a mission with, with a lot more guys dialed in to ending their season. It's kind of like a great – they want to win national titles at Georgia – but there is something to be said about saluting the senior class, getting 50 wins, mm-hmm. vacationing, quote-unquote, in Miami with your families, right? right? And going out there and and putting a beating on Florida State and, and, again, ending your season again with another record performance in terms of wins. And I think it's just, you know, listen, you're not – the way college football is, you just won recruiting. You just have the number one recruiting class. You're going to have a one-loss season, and you're going to beat Florida State in the Orange Bowl. There's a lot to be proud of. Florida State in a very different place. Right, and this is the argument I was having with some guys. You know, depending on who you talk to, their overall rank as far as what they've got coming in is top 10 or in the top 15, depending on which service you subscribe to. George is number one. Kirby's got this culture. He's built it. There's the underclassmen that are here. You know, I got no problem with kids being mercenaries, but if you bring mercenaries in, they're not going to stick around, as I said, when the bowl game doesn't mean anything and they're getting ready for the draft. Yeah. So best wide receivers out, best running back, best edge rusher. Do have some pieces on that defense that uh, – So that's why that number just keeps growing. If, here's my – guys, like, what do you expect, Mike? Well, if they can cover the spread, that's the biggest moral victory I've seen from – if there's anything you're going to take from this, Carl, a stake – I'm calling you Carl. Stake, if there's anything Knowles fans can take, can you keep this under 17 and a half? Yeah. I mean, that's I, mean I don't a, think you – that's think that's possible, do you? Well, George is not great at covering big numbers. We know that. Kirby's not caught up in trying to put a beating on people. Um, but certainly there's a reason Vegas always knows best, mm-hmm. and Vegas knows that from a personnel perspective, the Orange Bowl is not close. you got a third-string quarterback, and your best positions at each position, best players at each position aren't going to be playing. The uh, the players for Georgia, as uh, I mentioned, have got a culture. they got the buy-in, all the things State just talked about. It's just going to be interesting to see uh, at what point does Beck tap out if this game is the, is the laugher that some folks feel is going to be. We get to see Gunnar Stockton. 
right? You get to see some of the younger guys playing for position. It would be nice to see Gunnar Stockton uh, get the reps. Obviously, it's going to be fascinating. Again, um, we all know, you know, that uh, that the quarterback situation solidified for next year. Um, but at some point, there is going to be an heir apparent to to Carson Beck, and they were supposed to have. Uh, two quarterbacks in this class. Dylan Rayola said bye bye. Right. So the only one you have is Ryan Puglisi, the kid out of New England. The uh, other big story is we're not going to work again until the new, maybe the new year. We'll find out when Conte puts us together again. Yeah. You feel that uh, Alabama is going to beat Michigan? Uh, no, I think Michigan. I think Michigan is for real this year. Mm. I think it's going to be very physical football game. You don't think Saban can come? You have Saban a month to prepare for that offense. It was very one-dimensional the last few games, as far as you know, run football, not passing the football. I think uh, Alabama's best game of the year will be their win over Georgia. Mm. They're still vulnerable. Look at the Auburn game, man. I mean, I know it's a rivalry right. game, but I think this is Michigan's year to maybe win the national title. I think a Texas-Michigan national title is what we're headed for. By the way. Update on the Georgia number. That number now up to 20. Georgia, a 20-point <laughs> favorite. And it may be up to 20 water more Jeez by Jeez Louise, Mikey. I mean, that's like a number of, like, when you're playing. I'm trying to think of a 20-point spread in the, like, a, like the Gator spread wasn't What was the 20. spread for Georgia and TCU last year in the championship game? Uh, Seven? 11, maybe. Was, okay, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think back to it. Was it that high? Maybe nine. I don't know. I'm going to look yeah. at it right now. But, no, this is one where, you know, the circumstances. And, look. I get why kids get to do what they do now. I got no problem with NIL. The NCAA put their head in the sand. We're left with like everything else in America or everything else in the country right now. Everything you've come to depend on and expect is out the window. It's just the, the world is upside down in college football. I don't mind the kids getting paid, but how do you get his car? I did it twice now. How do you get so hot and bothered about National Signing Day when there's a one in five chance your five star recruit probably flips teams well, by you, this time you know, next year? Talk to Rusty. I mean, it's a totally different energy. It's all about the portal. College basketball literally is all about the portal as well. So, who are you rooting against in the Final Four? I, who do you least want to see? Jim I, Harbaugh? I loathe Harbaugh. Yeah, I can't stand that guy. The, smug, just, the smugness. Uh, level. And everything is so contrived. Everything is calculated for effect. You know, it's like a, like a poor man's Peyton he, in that he sense. He is. The top of the smug scale, right? Right. I'd love to. As much as Carl has been just uh, loving taking pleasure watching Florida State, just uh, obviously twisting in the wind. I'd love to see Steve Sarkeesian and uh, and Texas get that win over Washington. I I know Bunk is is a big Washington fan. For those who don't remember, when Sarkeesian was here. The, one of the nicest guys when he was with the Falcons. I mean, maybe miscast as the OC that first season in 17, but love to see him pull it out. By the way, the spread of the national title was 13 and a half. I don't know if wow. I said that. Yeah, okay. That, All that's right. what it was last year. So, Jeez Louise, man. Yeah, that was a big number, right? I had that wrong by half. Hey, we'll come back. we got more college to talk about. Steak will give you uh, a scintillating recap of the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Yeah, I mean, in the spectrum of great moments in sports history – uh, USA uh, uh, hockey, yeah, USA over <laughs> Russia. The famous Vince Young Texas yes. USC game, and today in the in the meat streets of Boston, we learned a little something about the Boston College Eagles. Oh, I pl- think we learned something about them. The, the plucky ACC. Yeah. We Tony. learned that nobody <laughs> in this friggin' town knew there was a game. Nobody. <laughs> it was a football game in Fenway Park today. <laughs> we'll come back. We got to one thing you're not gonna believe: what Jalen Milrow had to say about a former offensive coordinator. That's really good stuff, you're right. Say again? One more time. Okay, great. Did you have to bleep it or just leave? Oh, there's audio? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, that. <laughs>
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, man, a fun show today. Getting a lot of feedback. Really appreciate the love. Uh, we got some questions. We're going to answer them uh, coming up in Guy Talk from some of the audience about our old yeah, days together. When do we together. get to do that? Next segment. Can Stay we tuned. do our top three favorite Buckhead bars back in the day or something? I think we might do that. That'll be part of the last call tonight. Okay. I think I'm with you. All I like right. the way you're foreshadowing. Yeah, no, no I'm just trying to. There's so many things we could be talking about. Right. A lot of years together, right? A lot of I gotta, shenanigans. Guy asked me what was one of your favorite trips, and I've got that one. Uh, don't don't say anything. I got that coming up in, in Guy oh, Talk. Oh, that's as, a good one as dude. well. This hour of a Duke. Are you Chappelle. talking about the one when the maid found you in the morning? And... <laughs> Stay tuned. Right, I thought that you said. See, Carl always gets on me because I always oh I always blow the tease because Carl's like. Coming up next, you're not going to believe. Oh, the guy that got shut up. You know what I mean? So no. I didn't say too much. No, but there's a maid who finds Carl, somebody in a well, certain state of undress. Carl does these teases sometimes that are so vague. Sometimes he pulls you in, like you're not going to believe what he said. Like, what? I must know. And then ten minutes later, don't make me wait. But Carl is the he's the he's tease the king master, of tease. And, and I'm and I'm trying, but you're doing no, a good I, job. But now today. I know he gets frustrated because I am always blowing I, the teases. I, this is the my the most relaxing. I'm not running point. <laughs> I don't have a show sheet. Right. I'm just chilling out watching you uh, spin the dial. Right, right on. So. This hour of the program brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Uh, let's uh, talk about the bowls. Just real quick, uh, last night, thanks to my buddy, uh, Spanky. Uh, I used to work with this guy in Bluefield, West by God, Virginia. About an hour and a half before kickoff, he goes, he's like, and this guy's country as hell. This is the guy that one time I sat uh, on, a, on an old leather sofa that they had duct taped on front of his double wide in Princeton, West Virginia. He had a little pond with, you know, he had some, I guess he had stocked it with some bass. And we're sitting there, and there's like a turtle. He goes, that dang turtle again. And he reaches down next to him. I didn't see this next to the old Barker lounger. Pulls a shotgun out. Pow! Blows the head off the turtle right there, and the dog drags the turtle back. He's like, turtle soup. And literally. Yes. Can't make I, that up. I went from the Hamptons to Bluefield, West Virginia. But anyway, he, he was a big West Virginia fan, and he hit me up last night. He goes, you know, there's nobody here from Carolina. It's all West Virginia. He goes, and he goes I know you like to put some money on the game. So I loaded up so on the I was, last I was night. playing tennis with my, fan, my 
fancy friends yesterday mm-hmm. and they invited me to Cherokee Country Club. Nice. In Buckhead. Highfalutin. So, so, I know. I mean, uh, certainly not a place I could uh, join, but I was happy. Like I said, yes. You want to play Cherokee? <laughs> yes, I'll play. Uh, how long have you been a member state? You're here all the time. I'm a member as often as people invite me, right? It's well, right I like to say, state. like, Amer- same thing, America's guest. I Listen, I don't want to join a country club. I want friends who belong. I don't want to own a boat. I want friends who have one. Same with a beach house. That's my philosophy. Just, right. You just nailed my life philosophy right down. One, two, three, boom, boom, boom. Right, I don't need those things. I can't afford any of them. So anyway, here's the deal. We're playing tennis, and this dude goes to me, uh, as we're switching, you know, after two right. games, you want to make $10,000? I was like... <laughs> Hello. Legally? He goes, listen, uh, my, my son, he knows a lot about gambling, works for BetMGM, Bet blah, blah, blah. He goes, North Carolina doesn't have any players in this game. They, they didn't bring their quarterback. Drake May. It's a completely lost uh, season of uh, mm. in general for Mac Brown. They have no interest in being at this game. He goes, bet everything you have on West Virginia. I said, you don't have to tell me twice. Grab the phone. <laughs> Grab the phone I need, right? Hey, I just got my tip. Tennis guy, Cherokee, 55 years old. He's got a son. Bet MGF. Here it is. Got him in the first half. Right. Got him in the second half, right? Isn't that uh, funny? So you get this tip at the Cherokee Country Club. <laughs> I get it from a guy that used to shoot turtles off his front porch in hey, West Virginia. It all ended up yeah. in the same place. The, uh, he, North Carolina gets blown out yep. of the I, Duke's. Mayo here's, Bowl. Here's the text from Spanky, by this the way. So he says, he goes, Drake May ain't playing. Walker ain't playing for the Tar Heels. Ain't nobody here. <laughs> there's the, I'm telling you. Day, day, look, you can read it. There's the text So we Spanky. So we go yeah. to get a drink after tennis, right? We play for a couple hours. And the game's on. First play of the game, 75-yard touchdown throw for West Virginia. This guy, right. hey, I told you. I told you. I told you. I said, sir. There's 59 minutes and 45 seconds left. I've lost a lot of games like this. <laughs> but in the case of that game, Didn't sweat it. yes, West Virginia blew them out. Yep, North Carolina gets it done. Garrett Green, by the way, the big yes. stud for the Mountaineers. So that's great to see, man. Okay, good yeah. for West Virginia. So that was good. Uh, also yesterday, we already talked earlier about Louisville and that uh, game against USC, which is actually, of all the, so far, I mean, that was a lot of scoring. If you want offense, 42-28, That was actually a really good game. Uh, USC was a six-point dog. Um, again, the notion was lost season for Lincoln Riley, Caleb obviously wasn't going to be playing, and they came to play. The ki- a kid had six touchdown Miller passes. Moss. The only thing Miller he, Moss, yeah. He uh, threw an interception at the goal line, but that was the only blemish. Uh, 372 yards. Yeah. If they could ever get anybody to – I was bust Carl's chops about dude. Texas. They go, you ever going to get some defense? This year they got some. Miller Moss, six touchdown performance. But are they, are they, they going to get anybody in, to play defense Well, the they headed the Big Ten, so a lot more physical mm. than certainly playing Pac-12 Pac- football. Right. And uh, the other uh, story we talked earlier about this one, and this is kind of funny. I mean, these, some of these bowl games, i got to be honest. Yeah, Boston College – the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Dude, I mean, like, I, I'm telling you. I would think legal seafood it, Fenway Bowl, not the Wasabi I'm Fenway I'm telling bowl. you there'd be more buzz at a pickleball arena in Brookline than there was outside that park for mm. for uh, Boston College. Think about them. Yeah, guys, got, uh, we got invited to a ball game this year. Congratulations. Where are we going? Are we going to Miami? Are we going to the Bahamas Bowl? Are we going to San Diego? No, we're going up the street, Route 9. We're going to the Fenway Wasabi Bowl. Congratulations. Great season. Well, my cousin Ricky's coming down from Revere. He's going to tailgate. Yeah. Hey, guys, I, I landed some tickets to the Fenway Ball. Uh, don't worry about it. Now, $30, I've got 12 tickets. The most compelling part of this is uh, my cousin Donnie. We bet him $100. He wouldn't snort wasabi. <laughs> Freaking did it. That's crazy. The losing team should have to snort wasabi instead of pouring the bank. 
I mean, dude, you can't make up. Crazier than the time you hooked up with that fat Portuguese chick over there at Falmouth. Can you imagine all the money at SMU, all those families, the right. oil money, and, and they get told, yeah, you're going to a bowl this year, guys. Mm. You're headed to New England well, in Boston December. Boston is a nice place to go. I mean, so the weather's right. No. Yeah. No. No. That's strong. Yeah. No. Now, the most like, compelling thing, yeah. it's not a bowl no. game. It's actually a player talking who's in a big bowl game that hasn't been played yet because it's the most important one, and that is obviously one of the semifinal games. Bama taking on Michigan, and that is a quarterback, Jalen Milrow. Now, we got the audio. Thanks to Day Day for pulling this. Want to hear it from the man directly in his press conference at the Rose Bowl. He was asked about, you know, some of the things that came up in his time as he was working his way to be a starting quarterback sitting behind Bryce Young. We know that he kind of got to a, a, a sort of a slow start with his uh, OC who came down from uh, from Notre Dame. Yeah, Billy O'Brien. But Bill O'Brien was his last OC who went okay. on to the NFL. But here's where he gets into Prior, a conversation. Okay. Prior OC, before Tommy Reese again took over this year, Bill O'Brien goes back to New England to work with Belichick. Listen to this. I mean, he just lays it out about his relationship or maybe a lack thereof with Bill O'Brien. What was your reaction to Bill O'Brien telling you that you shouldn't play quarterback? Do you remember how you felt when he said that? How would you feel if I told you you suck? I probably wouldn't like it. Okay, then. So that's exactly how I felt. You know what I'm saying? So, like, biggest thing for me, be true to myself and, you know, be, stay the same. You know, nothing changed about me. Only thing that changed me about is it was I had the opportunity and I seized it. And so, uh, for me, you know, the biggest thing was just uh, stay true to myself and, uh, you know, I had a bigger purpose than anyone's opinion. Is there a position he wanted you to play or said you should be this position or that position? Or he just... I mean, he, he, I mean, he told me a bunch of bits that I could have switched to. But look where I'm at right now. So, you know what I'm saying? So who gets the last laugh? Incredible indictment on Billy O'Brien. Incredible indictment. And Nick Saban, who benched him, mm-hmm. by the way, before he goes on that run, you don't give Saban any credit here. They they were out of options. They 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 basically took his job away from him. But imagine that he's sitting up there in New England, this guru, coach mm. of the Texans, great offensive mind, whatever. That you looked at Jalen Miller, you told the kid, and now it's public, right? Right. Go play running back. Public. Go play tight end. You're not a quarterback. Same thing Lamar Jackson heard in high school, by the way. You know, I'm not yeah. telling you it doesn't happen. But the fact that he's gone public with it, and imagine that kid having a stick. You want to talk about what wakes you, you know, what makes you wake up every day to be motivated? We talk about whether it's right. p- people doubting you, or you're making your parents proud, or doing whatever. Imagine waking up every day in Tuscaloosa knowing that friggin' old uh, offensive coordinator told me I can't even play the position. Right. Like, go find another position. But I know that Bill is old school prickly. Uh, and we know he, Billy a lot. Yeah, from Georgia Tech yeah. in the old days. He yeah. was part of the coaching staff with George O'Leary, Ralph Friedgen, Randy Edsel, former uh, coach at uh, Connecticut. Connecticut, uh, yep. 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 Um, Billy. So, a lot of head coaches on that staff. George Godsey, go on to coach in the NFL. Um, but, man. Good for Jalen. Good for Jalen. Now again, he, there was some. I guess they were not getting what they wanted in practice with Reese. That's something Saban kind of said cryptically. Remember, they didn't have a quarterback till Labor Day. Remember that? That was the last. I, I, but I, would, he, they, I think they figured out how to utilize him. I think it was square peg. They finally figured out how to maximize his kid's ability. Man, let him do his thing. How about them winning the Iron Bowl the way they did, dude? And then they go beat Georgia, and he played. I mean, it's that's the beauty of sports, dude. There's, they're they're mm-hmm. done. Right. They're done. They need a miracle play on fourth down, and then they go beat a team that's won how many games in a row? It's got an all-time record. They come mm-hmm. into Atlanta, and now they're playing. I think their luck runs out, though. I like Michigan in that game. So, What about uh, Washington real quick? we got to catch a break. But I think it's what's, Texas, what's the over, Michigan. like 80 points in this game? Uh, I'll, I'll take a look at it. I, I think it's going to be a Texas-Michigan final. Washington, phenomenal year, beating Oregon when everybody counted them out, right? Similar situation. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I'll give you the over-under in a second as well. 63 and a half. I think it goes way over that. 
Yeah, that's going to be fun. I think 42-35's got a nice ring to it. Okay. Just oh. throwing, I mean, just last team with the do football you, in that game. Did, did you have a buddy that works at Bet MGM that told you who's not playing? <laughs> that's one of the great segments of both of us from two different places. Yep. <laughs> By the way, we never tell you about the ones who told us that, and we lost yeah. horribly, yeah. right? Remember, Tony used to give me those stock tips. Yo, Remember that? Yo, yeah. Unbelievable. Dude, we used to do picks with Tony, right? <laughs> yes, Tony's yo, picks. Yo. Unbelievable. You don't notice, but the cousin, right? The wide receiver's cousin got knocked up. It's freaking everybody out. What? Hey, we'll come back. We got some. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that segment. <laughs> we used to Picking case with cousin Tony. Yeah, my cousin Tony the mailman. Uh, it literally is oh, uh, Il Postino. Oh, my God, dude, That was hysterical. We do that every Friday. <laughs> You're not going to freaking believe what I heard. Hey, we'll come back. We got some uh, guy talk in this. Because my wife is at a dental hootenanny right now and is not listening. I can go talk to Steak about this and share this. A great conundrum when ordering at a restaurant. And it's very, very busy. Coming up next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Players play. I hope you guys are having a great holiday. Hope everybody got what you wanted for Christmas. By the way, what did you, your wife get you for the holidays? Oh, I got some cool stuff, uh, courtesy of my friends at Miller Brothers. Wifey got me a cool vest. Nice. Uh, my folks know I'm a, my, my kids know I'm a sneakerhead now. So, right. um, cool sneaks, uh, vest, a new cologne or something. Actually, they came up fairly large and was supposed to be, um, you know, like, listen, I didn't grow up with Christmas. Right. There were two types of Jews growing up. The Jews who <laughs> parents felt bad for, right? Yes. And they're like, it's, a, it's an American holiday. It's not a, a religious holiday. Correct. Well, you know about Robert Shapiro. Like, he, you know, listen, he, we, we love our Christian friends, and, you know, but he's like, you don't get to do Christmas. Like, there's a line of debarkation, what we're celebrating, okay. which is not really. So you're, we were the Jewish family that was at the movies. I knew, you know, in my high school, my Jewish friends had Christmas trees. Right. As part of just there in were the some, spirit of things. But, but right. then you knew others that Jews who just Correct. didn't do it. So I, you know, now I've gotten to embrace it. Well, if you it. pay us, you're probably not going to have a Christmas tree. That's probably. <laughs> so I love it. I mean, it's just, it's a great thing as, uh, you know, kids um, growing up Jewish, but they get to celebrate the, right. the holidays. So 
We had a great time. We were Marietta with the in-laws and mm. uh, then had a big uh, party awesome. bucket. I got, what I what got, did you get? I got a photo on my desk. My Nana got me this little gold little bracelet yeah. when I was a young, when I was in my early 20s to celebrate when I got uh, my job in D.C. at the time. And uh, Becky always thought, you know, I lost it in the ocean. I was throwing a football one day and, yep. and pff, gone. So, yeah, out of the blue. So, nice surprise. Gave you, know, you one. A little, little, little bobble. I had one of these and what's the significance of the ring you told me over the, the years? The clatter ring. Uh, that's, uh, that's, a, that's an Irish. It take me 10 minutes to explain that okay. one. But basically, just if your heart, tradition. your heart is in, that means you're spoken for. If your heart is facing out, that means you're available, okay. whether male or female. So, and some folks even wear them as in gay or wedding bands. So, in the last, uh, how long have you been married? So uh, be ten years in okay. July. Decade. Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's a big By anniversary. Way, I got a bunch of buddies who lost money on this one. They, nobody thought it was going. The over under was five. Was that? I would have said three and a half. Yeah, that's what. The, that's, I would have laid it at three. Jim, and my half. buddy Jimmy Nicoletti had it in three and a half. I was going to say I'm really good at sending numbers on non sports things. Right. Like over unders, my buddies all know that. I would have put right. you three and a half. No, in in because you want money on both sides. <laughs> if it was at five, I think it'd be too much under three money. Three and a half? Right? Yeah, I think too that's much the under play. money you would add to eventually. It's like the Georgia spread. It would have started at five. You would have had so much under money, right? right. You would have had to keep going lower. Correct. To- but no, but the clatter ring, I got this in County Kilkenny with my father okay. when I was 12 years no, old. I knew it had It's been resized a few times, but yeah. it's basically love, uh, loyalty, you know, friendship. And that's basically it. And, and, and for folks that are in love, it's uh, there was a sailor. He got captured by the Moors. And while he was away from his wife all these years, he designed the ring. He nice. comes back to Ireland and she didn't remarry. So, but it being then you get the clatter so, ring. So the wife is not, like, just to clarify a couple of things. My wife rarely listens. She's bored by my shenanigans, I right. think. But we joke. But my, my daughter, Sophie, listens at college all okay. the time on the app, on the Odyssey right. app. My wife never really, I wouldn't say never, rarely listens. So <laughs> what, where are you with, so your wife listens. She is, as we like to say, listening, watching, judging. You know that line from, oh, remember old school, Will <laughs> yes. Ferrell? Vince Vaughn's like, look at the baby, look at the baby. There she is listening, watching, judging. So Becky's so, always listening. So and with she, the app, she can always rewind anyway if she missed a So second. how often do you know that you've done a segment or you've said a few things that, that you'll come home. It won't be right away. Silent but treatment. Be, you get the silent treatment. So you get this you know. chilliness. You know. So, the silent treatment. Hey, how was your day? Good. <laughs> Everything's like mono, so how monosyllabic long, how, responses. How long will it take till you get, or do you just say, okay, I'm just going to go off here. Yeah, no, I'm going to. Or I do you get it out of her because you don't I, want the tension in the Correct. Home. I'll say, look, it was a joke. It's radio entertainment. You What's know, the most trouble? Because she's not listening now, I heard, right? Anything involving an, be, be, an ex. Here's the thing. She likes to think that I never, ever had sex before I met her, which, again, as you know, there's right. some differences there. So we opened the show, yeah. one of the great Mike Bell stories. You right. said she's not listening right she's now. She's not. As far okay. as I can tell, she's so not had a, listening. So you now. had a girlfriend, a fiance, that, that came to Atlanta with right. you when we hired you years ago. That literally on Peachtree Street, she this was not like out of you know just fabricated. Right, she threw your things onto. Peach I came Street. home from work back then. Didn't have a car. I was so broke when I came up here to work. I remember Salsa got me a car. Yeah, but I, I was walking back Peachtree and I see all this debris, uh, all your clothes, clothes on bushes, and it's it's blowing across the street. I'm like, and I had at the time I had this really nice Tommy Hilfiger blazer, yeah. like green, Irish green and blue. I'm like, that's my freaking jacket. <laughs> I realized that all my clothes right. has been dumped off the 17th floor balcony. So you were not behaving well as a no. um, man in his late 20s. Right. Who had a long distance fiance. Well, it was, see, we weren't gay. Let's not get that far. She'll okay. really freak out. We were just boyfriend, girlfriend okay. at that point. So but she would be out of correct. town and you were yeah. experiencing Atlanta. Indeed. And one night, and this is kind of like CSI Brookhaven, you know, we're, we're in bed and there's the, uh, the morning sunlight is coming through the blinds and she sees a long black hair. And she's a blonde. On the carpet. She's a blonde. And she immediately goes, Whose hair is that? Uh, I'm like, I think uh, it was. And so you know what I said? The moving company. 
They were all Italian, long hair, ponytail. <laughs> were you? So you were I right on to it. I think on my. You oh, were yeah. right on. I was it. Dean Martin, rat a tat tat. I was trying to roll with it. Mm-hmm. Oh come on, baby, what are you talking about? It's just about the movie company. <laughs> so no. Yeah. No. Ain't that a kick in the head? You know, yeah. Just, no. No die. No so dice. how long? <laughs> before, how? What's the gap in time? Right. From when the hair is yeah. found until the clothes are on I, peach tree. I think, and then the next thing was a voice message or something. Oh, I don't know. Okay. She found a voice. Sloppy. 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 Very sloppy. Very sloppy. You got to be yeah. meticulous if you're yeah. going to do. That's why I'm not. I'm not a very good liar, and that's why I can't cheat. Yeah, I'm that's not very good at it. Right. So it was no. a, you. You did not. As Arthur Blank said, um, mm. you heard the. Uh, what was it? Sandra was interviewing him right after one of our losses. He said right. that wasn't. What was the line, Dave? Have you heard it from Arthur? That wasn't a very good business. We did, we didn't handle our business very well. Right. So that would be an example. <laughs> be an example you didn't handle your business Correct. very well. So if and if my wife heard that story, she'll again. I'll get now. She's out. She's out of town. But again, the app. She can but, be listening. But what would you be in trouble for? That's Correct. There's a statute of limitations. Twenty five years ago. Does that mean you're a man of low? Uh, moral, moral character. <laughs> Would that remind her that you're I, vulnerable? Look, he's been with me ten, almost so ten the years. Segment, now. Yeah. This segment right here Correct. would get you in trouble. Yeah, just you get the silent treatment, which we've all learned. Some women think it bothers us, which, in honesty, it really doesn't. I just don't like the, that line of tension in the house. Right, so you know fine. what I mean? Well, you let, don't me, care. let, you let don't me let me steamroll right. Tight business operation. Play that again. Tight, yeah, it was not a. What did it Arthur was say? A tight business operation. That was about end of the game in I think it was right. the Tennessee whatever game Correct. it was. And well, he was t- on, take your pick. Any of the games where we well, imploded in the last two. So minutes. he's on with Sandra, and I wasn't working that morning, right. and she asked him, and that was his response. It was not a tight business operation. <laughs> So <laughs> that's how we describe Mike nice. Bell's Not yet. scenario <laughs> when it back comes then. to this to me in, yes. in Buckhead. So I figured I told Carl I was going to tell the story today with you because you being the foodie and the restaurant yep. guy, Atlanta Eats and the Empire. So we're down in Amelia Island Christmas week, and a lot of folks are out. It was a Thursday night, very busy night for restaurants. We were in the, one of the older restaurants in, in uh, Fernandina Beach, uh, Joe's on Second, old school place. We're, we go upstairs. We've got a reservation for four. My father-in-law, my mother-in-law, my wife, and I. You know, my mother-in-law, my wife, and <laughs> been drinking all day on the beach, so it'll tuned up. And uh, we get upstairs. You can tell it's crowded. And as a guy that used to wait tables, I, I realized early on they got one guy working seven tables. So things are going to be a little slow. Yeah. So you understand that. So we're, we're looking at the drinks. They have a drink menu. And so the waiters, what are we going to start off with? And my mother-in-law, oh, there's just so many to choose from. Oh, okay. My father-in-law like, gives me the look. Just give me a beam and coke. Get him a maker's mark. <laughs> so father-in-law's already like, Let's move off. it along. Right, because you know it's, it's going to be a process. And the, so basically this thing repeated itself through every course of the meal. Appetizers, I, I think we all agree, crab cakes, right, guys? Waiter comes back. Are we all set for some apps? Yeah. I think I, I need more time. <sighs> This is where the anger management techniques that uh, I learned from Dr. Bemis kick in, right. where I've got to start count breathing, to 10, count breathing, to 10, yeah. find a spot, find a place on the wall, look at it, an image. <laughs> in this case, there was a Christmas tree. Find a, fo- focus on that, breathe, and then, okay, <laughs> meal continues. And now we do get the apps coming in. So w- wife's like, I think I'm going to just do more crab cakes with a salad. They were so good. I'm like, sounds good to me. I go, Mama French, like, I'm going to get the, uh, the steak with the Oscar with the shrimp. Fantastic. Father-in-law is great. Waiter comes back. All right, we all sat. I go, yeah, I think we're good to go. My, you know what? Like, and I literally, I went, like I made that animal oh, noise. I'm noise. trying to, and then she's then she shoots me the dirty look. Uh, I mean, to me, you got to know the situation. This couple- is gonna now. You've just by not by sending the waiter back, you've added another thirty minutes to ever seeing the main course. Correct? Yeah. Well, 
first of all, you have to be able to assess. It's like a great coach. You can see there's going to be issues, right? You can Correct. see you're light on staff. You're overcrowded. Mm-hmm. We got to move fast. Sometimes right. I'll actually find the bar and order up right. there because I don't want to go through that whole process, right. right? So you're trying to adapt, but it's the mother-in-law, right? Correct. And it's it's uh, now yeah. Yeah. Why, why doesn't the wife kind of take control in that situation? Well, I mean, again, Becky, you know, seventeen vodka sodas will do that. But anyway, there was there were a lot of mitigating circumstances. Then we the good news was I did get payback because now she's ready to go. She's, and when you know what about your wife, my wife wants to go. You know, right? Oh, go! I'm ready. I'm like, oh, all right. Hey, friend, my mom, have you seen the dessert menu? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I think we should get the Bananas Foster and that, pe- that right. peach cobbler. Sounds fantastic. And a Bailey's on the rocks with that, too. So that was your retaliation? That was my, that was my retort. That was, my, that was the payback. You know, um, dining rapport, dining chemistry, that's, right. that's a real thing, right? Like Sandra Gold, my parents were married for 50 years. They never ordered the same dish. Right. 50 years, hundreds of meals. <laughs> I'd say it's 15, 20,000 meals. Right. Never ordered the same thing ever in their lives. Always sharing, right? Correct. Good dining chemistry. Right. Sandra Golden doesn't want anybody putting a fork in her food, touching it, right? Then the first time you and I went to dinner, I think we were at Houston's. Yeah. It was like, it was casual. And I eat like I'm in prison. You know, my dad, my family, and hockey. I, went to, I used to go to hockey camp and all that stuff. So you always have two elbows up, you know, and you're always like, what, do you, what did you get? Oh, that looks fantastic. And you, I'm day day. I'll never forget. Steak takes his fork and just reaches over boom, and just takes a sample, whatever I had. And I'm literally like, what the hell are you doing, man? Right. So, so I've you, never seen anything so like this before. Not, so, so you yeah. are not used to that. No. Yeah. I'm very, ter- I'm like Sandra. I'm very territorial. You with are. The food okay. on my plate. All right. So yeah. dining chemistry is important. Like I, you it's know, true. It is. There's something and to it. By the way, I just got a text. She is not listening. She's just asking me some, something inconsequential, oh, so she did not hear that conversation. There, I thought you said she texted you. I yeah, said, no, we're in trouble. We're all good. Now, again, somebody, here's the thing. One of her golf yentas will then tell it. Mike was talking about you. Oh, and, and now it's going to be secondhand. <laughs> yes. Mike was going on and on about his ex. And the telephone game. And, oh, yeah. my God, how he are you married? Or him? Mike was talking about having sex with some <laughs> brunette, right? <laughs> yes. Now, that's going to come up. Bingo. You almost, now you're going to have to play the Odyssey uh, rewind. Right. Exactly right. The app, so. Exactly right. So there you go, guys. That was fun. There you go. I just, I just knew as a restaurant yes. guy, you know, there's there's a, an ebb and there's a rhythm to dining. No, there's a chemistry. And you got to know when to get it right? in. Yeah. To get it I in, have man. a five point plan for every restaurant I go right. to. It's not about just food. But I'll to me, the, the ordering, it became like the football equivalent of the review. And you know, they're going to review it. We're going to take it out of the timeout, and now the further play is right, under- just going oh, on and on. Let's go. And you know what the result was going to be, right? Correct. I, 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 like, if I stare at a menu for 15 minutes or I stare at it for 30 seconds, same thing. Like, I'm, right. I'm just going to have to make a decision on the fly. Correct. I don't need 15 minutes. Yeah, I mean, and we want it like, uh, you know, Cheesecake Factory. I mean, it's a pretty simple menu. We'll come back, guys. We got Falcon Report. Arthur Smith talked to us yesterday. I want to get Steak's take on what Art said to us about, you know, what are we doing here these final two weeks? Uh, he had a conversation with Arthur Blank. He talks to Arthur Blank all the time. What are those conversations like? Coming up next. I love bread. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 